And I'm not saying (laughs) go tell your bosses, your clients, or your teams, your specific personal family goals and needs, but where you feel comfortable, this is leaning into that vulnerability piece, you should be able to explain that you have goals and values beyond work that you will be honoring with your time and resources this year, and you won't be able to make X, whatever that is, because of these other important priorities. Welcome to the Marketing Your Purpose podcast. I'm Austin, a marketing and PR gal and small business owner, passionate about enabling purpose-driven businesses to be seen and heard through my purpose-giving gifts. If you're an entrepreneur, marketing leader, or work-from-home boss lady that's tired of crafting campaigns and pitching stories that feel purposeless and in need of a reminder of who you were purposely created to market for, you're in the right place. Inside this podcast, you'll find basic integrated marketing and PR tips that break through the darkness, thoughtful plans to help you launch and sustain your purpose-built thing, encouragement in helping you live by your values in and outside your workplace, and much more. So friend, if you're ready to drive more light into this world by simply marketing your purpose, turn up the volume, grab your coffee, and let's dig in. Are you a seasoned Marketing Your Purpose podcast listener? If you've been around since our launch, thank you. If you're just finding us now, welcome. My goal with each episode on this podcast is to leave you with practical marketing, PR, busy life tips that encourage and inspire you in marketing your purpose. If you've been following along since day one, my guess is this podcast is doing just that. And as a minor thank you for the time it takes to produce each episode, I'd be so grateful if you left a written review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you tune in and listen sharing how this podcast has impacted your life or purpose thus far. Every additional review helps more people find out about this podcast and encourages them to market their purpose. Thank you in advance for those who leave a review. I can't wait to read them. As a reminder, we love serving our clients within the PR and marketing space. Whether you own a purpose-driven business that's been around for 10 plus years, or you're just getting started, we love to encourage you and support you in your efforts. Whether you're a do-it-yourself maven or an outsourced queen, we can help you. Whether you need help getting your vision into reality or a marketing PR coach that helps you get to the next level in your credibility, exposure, and sales, we're here to be with you on day one through year 10. Let us enable and empower you to be seen and heard. Book a discovery call today at plumandparcel.com. Happy podcast day. Welcome back to another episode of the Marketing Your Purpose podcast, where we talk all things marketing, PR, business, and help you live by your values in and outside your workplace. Today, we're talking about how we prioritize our family's values and needs appropriately. And here's why I'm talking about this today. My husband and I, backstory, began attending the church we attend every week in the middle of last year as we were new to the area. Although we had moved back earlier in the year, we took a long discerning walk with God to figure out where he wanted us and where he placed us. I am very grateful for definitely taking time to appreciate that today. Similar to the Early church led by the apostles and described in Acts, this church is a tight-knit community of dedicated followers of Christ, if you if you want to hear more <laughs> about it. The way they fellowship with one another is so that nobody has need. 
And I've never been a part of a church body that is not only so quick to selflessly pour out love to each other and those in the the local community and around the world, but to address those needs and to provide so many examples of that love and action, not just in the past, but happening right in front of me. I've also never been invited so regularly or given so many opportunities to extend love to those that are beyond my nuclear and extended family. And although they are invitations, everyone participates in extending that love. So you can't help but want to jump in and respond right with them. It's changing the way I give my time, my resources, everything. And I'm so grateful for the way God is making this church more like him every day. As we move into this new year, our theme for the church is forming as a family. And as you might expect, we're talking about what it looks like to form families beyond the nuclear family, how family extends beyond bloodlines and is created in our churches and in our communities, and how we can become family with others through vulnerability and trust. I'm currently reading Brené Brown's book, Dare to Lead on Daring Leadership. And if you know Brené, you know she's all about the power of vulnerability. But vulnerability doesn't just come overnight. It takes time and trust. But with the right level of vulnerability and trust comes so much freedom, so much goodness, and so much grace. And as you probably have gathered by now, like Brené, I love being vulnerable. I've experienced the fruits of being vulnerable in a discerning way and now look to help those who are also discerning their own vulnerability. I share all of this in the context of this episode, which you may have thought would be about how to prioritize your nuclear family's values before your work and are now like, what in the world? This is not what I expected or what I signed up for, but I hope you stick around and I share all of this because Many of you may be wrestling with what family looks like to you or what family values even mean. So let's work through that together today. I want to reiterate that when I mention family and family values throughout this episode, I'm talking much beyond your, your mother, your father, your children, your sister, your brother, your spouse. I'm talking about who you define as your family. So let's not waste any more time setting up this conversation and dig into the the tips and ideas for how to place your family values and needs, whatever they may be, before your work. Because knowing you, the, the, the ladies that show up here and listen, your work may be consuming a lot of your time. And if you want to relook and reprioritize that, reshift, I have a few thoughts and ideas for you. If you have a piece of paper, I recommend you pulling that out now and jot down some some notes while I hit through these seven tips. So let's begin. The first tip is before you start, start doing any work here, let's stop to pray and seek God first in, in discernment. I encourage you to find space to ask God to step into this place with you to help provide answers to some of these tips or questions, however you want to phrase them. That is, he clarifies who your family is for you, the needs of you and your family, and helps provide clear direction and accepts for how to honor and help them. Now, number two is to identify who your family is. I think we talked a lot about this by now. <laughs> You're getting the idea here as far as what what family looks like to you. But let's go ahead and make space again for you to identify what family means. Who 
are they? Who who is your family? What are their names? Do they have names? Are they in your life currently? Do you desire them to be in your life now or in the future? I'm not going to make you create a list with a certain number of people on it. There isn't a right number here. In fact, it's probably best, again, to discern who they are and why with God and the role they play in your life. Once you have a healthy list, we'll go on to the next step. Now, number three is to define what your family values, goals, needs, and aspirations are. Let's think through what's important to you when it comes to your family. What do you value when you think of family? What values would you like your family to exhibit? What are the goals you have around prioritizing your family values and their needs? Write those down. I'll give you some real practical examples here. So for example, maybe you're married and you have children, but you're working 40 plus hours a week and you and your husband want to work less and prioritize your children's personal development, their school activities, their character growth, all the things. Write that down. Maybe you're married and you desire to to have and raise children someday and you haven't been successful thus far. Write down your desire to have and raise children someday. Maybe you're single and deciphering your role and partnership with God in that right now and your family is your church community and other single friends who are addressing their own views and values around family and need others to do that with. Then the time with these people may be your priority. Write that down. All these family values and needs and desires are important to acknowledge and recognize. And once you write them down, we can talk about accountability. But just first of all, acknowledging these deep down desires around family that you have is so important. And I think these will come up as you're praying in the first step, in the first step with God and noticing who is coming up for you of who who needs you and you need them in this season. Now, number four for the accountability piece, seeing as this is something you want to prioritize this year, something you want to reassess and yeah, just get more in tune with. Let's be accountable to ourselves and place dates next to your family values, your goals, your aspirations, and the timeline of meeting those needs. The next step for placing these values, these family values before your work is to put actionable dates against your goals. For example, I have a friend who told me last year she desired to be married within within the year and have her first baby in the year after that. That was a family desire laid on her heart. And I loved her bravery to make that statement and the fact that she had a date in mind to make that happen. Even if God doesn't have that same timeline for her or as her, her ability to acknowledge the value and put dates against them, prioritize the value in her mind. But the the tip some this tip sometimes miss here is is the baby steps that must be taken to get to the actual, if you want to call it, due date. So let's jump to the next tip for that. Number five is to take baby steps to make the family goals happen. Now, you can't just put a date on a family value, goal, or need and not break down how you will prioritize it on the way and in the day-to-day. So say you want to take two one-week-long family vacations out of the state or country by the end of the year because it's very important to you as you raise your children that they experience different cultures, ways of living, and thinking at a young age. 
these sound like big trips. So you'll need to think about when you will make those happen, including what the best time of year might be or where you will go, how much you'll spend and what you'll do. You'll likely need to make time to plan for these at least a month, even probably two in advance, prioritizing the planning ahead of other things at work. Because yes, these family vacations are just as important, if not more important than your work. Or like my friend, if she wants to be married within the next year, she probably needs to figure out a way to go on routine dates, maybe once a month throughout the year and find a time and place to make that happen. As silly as it is, she'll want to calendar that out in order to prioritize this family value and an aspiration of hers. Or say you're the single woman leaning into singleness, but can't find a community to support you on that journey that you're on right now. Maybe you look to potentially create it. Maybe you're the one welcoming, promoting, and scheduling routine meetups, and obviously you'll you'll need bandwidth in your busy work schedule to do that. So instead of naturally falling into the tendency to just work here, putting these val- family values and needs to the wayside isn't, let's not do that anymore. And let's recognize your, when you're nearing your due date and you haven't made any progress, that this could have been avoided by calendaring and planning accordingly. So let's stop. Let's prioritize these family values and needs by blocking time in our busy work schedules to quietly sit, plan, and coordinate with those involved accordingly. I really recommend doing this early in the year when those needs, values, and goals might be nice and fresh. And maybe that's why I'm talking about (laughs) this today, because these were all baked into my planning, into my annual, annual plans for myself early on in the year. Now, number six is to set boundaries and containers to honor your family values and goals. Now, if your family values and needs have a consistency to them or routine, you may want to think about setting boundaries and containers for them. So for example, if it's to spend more time serving your family, maybe you set up a non-movable, non-negotiable meetup or activity with them once a week that you honor and lead regularly. Or maybe it's holding space for a family dinner every night and sticking to meeting that time around the dinner table every week, every day. Again, it's a non-negotiable. You will be there because you set a boundary that can't be crossed And this is one sure way to keep a family value above your work and to continue to hone in on that accountability here is my last tip. Now, number seven, tip number seven is to communicate your family values to those you work and don't work with most closely. And I'm not saying go tell your bosses, your clients, or your teams, your specific personal family goals and needs, but where you feel comfortable, this is leaning into that vulnerability piece. You should be able to explain that you have goals and values beyond work that you will be honoring with your time and resources this year, and you won't be able to make X, whatever that is, because of these other important priorities. You won't be able to stay for that happy hour on Thursday because you you need to be at that dinner, that dinner with your family instead. This goes... Again, back to the vulnerability piece, the more you can be vulnerable and communicate these family priorities, the more people will hold those boundaries with you and respect you and your other commitments. 
Simply communicating them and putting your family values out there allows the people around you to know what they are, how to spot when you're being challenged to deprioritize them and help you be accountable to them. I know that there's so many more tips here to give. And these are just a few, most of the, a lot of these conversations are just things that are swirling in my mind that I feel are the ways that I'm pressing in and ways I'm holding myself accountable to not just show up with my purpose in my work, but also just the way that I show up for my purpose in my day-to-day with the other pieces and foundations of me, including my family, the, the families I surround myself with, the communities I surround myself with, how I can serve and love them as well. So I hope this is encouraging to you. I hope you recognize the different assets and facets of, of you and who your family is. And as I mentioned in our last podcast episode, we recently launched a free Marketing Your Purpose online community that I'd love for you to be a part of. Maybe this is another family of yours, your family you didn't know you needed. And here's your personal invite to come join us. You can get involved by visiting the link in our show notes. So I, I we will include it there. And I so look forward to meeting you virtually if we don't know one another and being on this journey with you and encouraging you in the process. In the meantime, don't forget to leave a quick review here, subscribe and reach out anytime. We'll see you here next week. Hi friend, if this podcast inspired you, encouraged you, or helped you feel more purposeful, the biggest thank you would be to leave a quick review on Apple iTunes, reshare on social media, tagging my team and me at Plum and Parcel, or pop this episode over to a friend via text, letting them know that this podcast might have a positive impact on their life too. I hope to meet you back here real soon. Now go out into the world and start marketing your purpose. See you next time.